welcome to Cooking with Christian, the only cooking show where you don't see the food. And guess what, guys? You're not seeing it. You're not hearing it. You're not smelling it because there's no fucking food today. I'm here with Corey. What's up? And we are going to see cats today. Cats. Which I'm very excited about. I'm because, curious. Yeah. It's going to be this. a lot. It's going to be a lot. Um, you know, this play slash musical has been around forever. And it's kind of scary. <laughs> well, it's been so good for so long. It's been a staple in yeah. New York City. I'm I'm appalled that they turned, turned it into a movie. Turned it into no. Well, turned it into a bad movie. <laughs> oh, well, the thing is, is it's kind of a bad um, play. <laughs> okay. I didn't well, know I mean, that. you don't know what it's about at all. I have all. no idea. Oh shit. Um. So basically, <laughs> to give you the long and short of it. It's essentially about, um, based off of a T.S. Eliot book called, let's Google it. Now I have access to the internet, guys. Um, Streetcar Named Desire. Yeah, that's, well, (laughs) it's Tennessee Williams. Williams. (laughs) But um, it's based off of a book of, like, silly cat poems that he wrote, um, like a long, well, obviously a long-ass time ago. So are all of these scenes different different poems then? Okay, so here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing about this. I can't find the book, but we all know it's a book. But um, so (laughs) here's the thing. Um, He definitely wrote this book for his kids, so it's like automatically silly. And then Andrew Lloyd Webber decided to do a bunch of coke and write (laughs) a musical about it in five weeks (laughs) so it's basically like anthropomorphic cats i guess the plot line if i had to summarize it in any way was um all these cats are kind of fighting to see who gets to like be reborn again or something (laughs) and like my mom actually told me because when i was home for christmas merry christmas happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah everyone um, shalom. Shalom, yeah. <laughs> um, my mom told me she went to see this musical way back in the day with her friend. Yeah. I guess halfway through, they both looked at each other and thought the other person knew what was going on and then found out that neither of them knew what was happening. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting. I've heard some weird shit about this movie that I'm very excited about. Did your mom like it? Or no. was it like a, it was like, geez, a surprise. I think it was everybody. like a, I don't ever want to see this again <laughs> kind of thing. She told me the music is really good, which I'm, I'm, um, concerned about how Taylor are Swift there, is going to make that happen. Okay. Besides Taylor Swift, are there any other big names in this? Jennifer Hudson. Okay. Idris Elba. There we go. Um, Judy Dench. Um, Rebel Wilson. Jason Derulo. <laughs> It's like they Jason, took a dart, yeah. Know. It's like they took a dartboard <laughs> with all these names on it and just like threw it, like yeah. just like and hoped to hit like Meryl Streep, yeah. Julia Roberts, <laughs> like all that, and just hit like Taylor Swift, Jason Derulo. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I hear it's a mess in the best possible way. Uh, this is the first live action film that I'm gonna see. I haven't seen like, like a like you know like quote unquote live action. Yeah, where they try and make it look realistic. Oh yeah, I saw Maleficent. I mean, I guess like Disney's doing that. They've so been, I, I guess. Yeah, so yeah. I've seen like Maleficent. But like you now, like The Lion King would be like yeah. the other another yeah. live action. And like Jungle Book got remade yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. It's because they're losing their copyright. Surprise, surprise. That's why they're making live different versions of them. Yeah, that's like the rumor going around is that um, 
they... I thought copyrights lasted 50 years. I think it changes a lot. Did you know that also... Maybe only for books. For entertainment copyright and stuff like that, basically it changes so often because Disney changes it. Like, makes the court change it. Yeah. Because they're so powerful. Because they're so big, yeah. Ugh. Because my brother has Disney Plus, so when I was home, all I did was, like, watch... I I gave in to watching Disney Plus. But, like... Does Disney own Hulu as well? Yeah. Why is... Do they really? Hmm? Oh, my gosh. They own the company that owns Hulu. Oh, my God. I know. It's really messed up. I'm waiting for, like, the red dot to, like, show up (laughs) on my head and, like, take me out. No, they own Hulu by Smart House, too. Oh, my God. I never saw Smart House. Oh, really? I don't think I ever have. But, um... no classic Disney movies are so good. Disney Channel original movie. Um, My brother has... Disney Plus, so when I was home, I watched, like, six movies in one day. Because I was just like, let's just bang these out. So I watched, like, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, Cinderella, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and, like, some rando movie that I... All the classics. And all the Star Wars prequels. I watched all the Star Wars prequels and... Like the the movies that were made... In the 2000s. Yeah, the bad ones. Yeah, the prequels, (laughs) and then I watched The Force Awakens, which isn't bad. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, a closeted... um, Star Wars fan. Yeah. I don't, like, was, need to profess my love for it, but, like, I, I enjoy it. Okay. Yeah, and I don't... I'm not a huge Star Wars person, but I've yeah. seen every one of them. <laughs> but, You're like, like, I'm not a really... huge fan, but I've seen every movie, every TV show. I own, like, all these action figures. <laughs> it's so weird, yeah. No, it I, is weird how you... You, you just, like, grow up with it. Star and Wars then... through osmosis. <laughs> like, you're just yeah. like, I guess I'm a fan Did of Did you see the new one yet? No. Okay. I, I saw... Um, the Jedi Returns? Return of... No. I don't know what it is. Rise of Skywalker? Right, there we go. Yeah. Same thing. See, I just watched <laughs> the commercials. No, because I watched um, um, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and what's the third one? Clone Wars? No. Ooh, that's the TV show. Um, God, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. That's All... Right. Is that... Let's Google it. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Is that the prequel one? Yes, it is. I watched all those three in reverse chronological order. So I I did Revenge of the Sith, then Attack of the Clones, then Phantom Menace. You might as well. That whole timeline's fucked up. So I mean, I'm like... I just did it. I just happened to have done it in reverse. But, like, I saw the second and third one in theaters when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And then Phantom Menace I watched, like, years ago. Costumes, beautiful costumes. Just yeah. terrible acting. <laughs> all mm-hmm. around. Because my brother was watching it with me because he's a huge Star Wars fan. He was like, the best performances are, like... Um, Natalie Portman, all that. I, I was like, like they all suck. Like every one of those movies are. Is Who's really the bad. guy that plays Anakin? Or uh, Hayden Christensen. Okay, Hayden Christensen. Not thinking of that guy. Who's his Obi Wan? Obi Wan. Who's his dad? Obi Wan. Obi Wan is played by someone. No, it's his like master. It's like uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, there's this whole like joke on Reddit that they're. Everybody on Reddit's lobbying to get Ewan McGregor back in the Star Wars franchise. As something. Because I, mean, was, I think it's like as a joke, though, because it was so bad. He the, wasn't, the thing is, is he wasn't as bad as Hayden Christensen was, because he was really bad. I mean, that's like, Hayden Christensen's, like, Christensen, yeah. Christensen's performance is, like, a hallmark in bad acting. <laughs> like, it's, like, essentially, like, a, I don't think he ever worked again. I don't because I don't know who that is. I, 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 <laughs> I exactly, face, yeah. yeah. 
Did he ever work again? Let's look on his IMDb. Well, how many movies? Was he in all three of those movies? Not the first. Okay, so since he played Anakin, the first one, um, which had Liam Neeson in it. Surprise, yeah, surprise. Liam Neeson's been in every single major thing, thing that you'd love. At some point. <laughs> at some point. Yeah. He um, did not play young Anakin in the first movie, but he played teenage one and then adult Anakin in like the final ones. Okay. Did he ever work after Revenge of the Sith? He had to. I mean, he has, but like, mm-hmm. come on. I want him to um, have a resurgence. Maybe he's only in sci-fi shows that only get one season. Well, let's sci-fi. see. He was in, you know, raise your hand if you've heard of any of these. <laughs> Factory Girl, Awake, Virgin Territory, Jumper. I do know that one. I like Jumper. Wait, is he the main dude in Jumper? Probably not. Because <laughs> I liked Jumper. I, uh, think, uh, I think he was. He's the main dude. Yeah, that's oh, crazy. Okay. That's Hayden Christensen. Yeah, he is. Now I know who that is. That's wild. I, I never it. seen Jumper. I liked it. Hey. I think who's what Samuel L. Jackson's in it. He's like the in Jumper. Yeah. Really? Because he's also in Star Wars. That in the prequel that's with Hayden know. Christensen. <laughs> that's funny. He was also in New York. I love you. I'm assuming that's a Hallmark original. Um, Vanishing on Seventh Street. It's also sung by LCD Sound System. So wait, what? New York, I love you. Oh, is that like a and there's a, name a second part song? But but you're wearing me down. I yeah. I don't think I've ever listened to LCD Sound System. I probably should. They're a pretty big deal. I know. I just yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I mean, yeah. like they're like on par, not on par, because Radiohead's great. But yeah, they made, I guess, impactful music. And, uh, <laughs> I guess I've only listened to like five or six songs. I don't think I've ever. I don't think... Anyway, we're getting off track. Yeah, so we're seeing so we're cats. Seeing <laughs> so we're seeing cats. Um, I'm, ex- I'm excited about this movie. Because I hear it's fucking crazy. Like, Rebel Wilson takes her skin off at one point. Not in, like, a horror way. Like, a yeah. ripping her skin. But I think she, like, unzips her, like, cat skin. I, that's what I've heard. And this she does an unnecessary amount of, like, crotch scratching. So you haven't really told me anything about this. Oh, what You've it's about? You've only told me that it's based on poems. and like. Well, it's based on poems, re- and the plot is, like, these cats are trying to vie for this, like, basically this, like, chance at a second life where they get, like, taken up in this, like... But don't they have nine lives? Or is it, like, are they reborn as people? Uh, see, that's the thing that no one knows. Is yeah. that, like, I don't think anyone really knows... The plot. Yeah. That's kind of the thing. Because Kimmy Schmidt had like a whole joke about it where it's just made up. <laughs> like it's just a made up thing. And, and somebody put it on Broadway. <laughs> yeah, no. It, the joke in Kimmy Schmidt is that everyone, all my Kimmy Schmidt fans out there, like the joke is that the, um, it was started just by like down on their luck Broadway players who just jumped on stage and started like dancing <laughs> around. And Titus, who's like, they had to save characters. a show one night, and they just, like, came yeah, stage. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. And, like, Titus goes up and joins them, and he realizes that it was all fake, and they were, like, the eye sees what it wants to see, and he looks at the poster instead of Andrew Lloyd Webber. It says, like, Andrew Lolo, like, something <laughs> or other. And then, like, everything like is... Fake. Yeah, or something crazy. And, like... I, no one know. Uh, well, people know what it's about. The thing is, is I, I think they were on a lot of coke yeah. when they made it, because it it was like on Broadway for years. It was like one of the most technically advanced effects on stage ever at the time. But you watch it, or everyone watches it, and is like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. Even? I guess you have to sacrifice. Like, what if plot. there's a higher like structure to, and reason why this play or 
yeah, has been like revered for so long. I think it is just because it dazzles so much that really? like okay. I mean, I'm I'm sure we're gonna leave being having like, some moments we like. I hope, <laughs> but like, I you think you guys will find out. I, yeah, because yeah, we're gonna record when we come back. But um, I think basically like it's so dazzling to watch on stage that it just got away with being being a shitty being play. it. Yeah, but the movie I guess like really fucks it up. But I've never seen it on stage, so I don't. Yeah. I have no. I have no frame of reference. I'm kind of like that, having nothing to go on. Yeah, there haven't been many plays that have made it to a big screen and been like successful. The only one that I can think of is uh, Romeo and, and oh. Juliet. Well, and Shakespeare doesn't count though. Les Mis was good. Les Mis right. like Les Mis. They, they did that right. But Les Mis has a plot. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo and Juliet like a, has a plot. Too. Romeo and Juliet. Shakespeare does Shakespeare even count as like it's so. Like meta, yeah. Above everything, it's pretty lazy. I'm not saying to, bring it to make a, yeah. make a movie out of it. You know? Yeah, I'm not saying that Shakespeare's the best because, like, I mean, we have a, a lot of history between like <laughs> Shakespeare and now that a lot of things surpassed it. But like, yeah, Shakespeare's like it is kind of lazy when people make Shakespeare movies. But to be fair, that movie was nominated for Oscars, so it wasn't like which Romeo and Juliet, the one with uh, Leo DiCaprio, Leo, Leo yeah. plus or Romeo plus Juliet. I think that's yeah. how you like. That one wasn't made for Oscar bait or anything. That one was just made for fun. Which one was nominated? Or was Romeo and Jet in Love? I think Juliet it maybe in Love or Shakespeare in Love? Shakespeare in Love is, yeah, that one is like the meta like history of Romeo and Juliet being okay. written or I don't know. something like that. And then um, that one, Gwyneth Paltrow won Best Actress. But so, um, what, so, yeah, maybe the film itself wasn't, but... People got like uh, like Oscar acclaim for it. I mean, yeah. And I think Leo actually that was his first nomination. Not for, for Shakespeare in Love. For Romeo. Plus Romeo Juliet. plus Juliet. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he was in. Was he in Shakespeare? In Love? No. Yeah. I think I'm thinking of two think different things. That one came out. I don't know. They, they yeah they weren't in the same. Let's see. Did they get any awards? But yeah, can you think of any other plays though? That, that have been like I guess successfully translated movies. I spoke too soon. Uh, we went and saw Othello. Were you you were Mr. Williams class? Did you ever get to go see Othello um, on stage? On stage. No, yeah. I think we saw Taming, Taming of the Shrew. Shrew. Yeah, which we I saw, like. We saw that one. We saw Othello as well, and then they made a movie about it. It's called O. Oh yeah. 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 And then, I know about that. I don't. That one was good. I like <clears> um, <throat> the classic Romeo and Juliet from like the '60s is really good. That one's like actually great, mm-hmm. but um, what other like Shakespeare like plays in general? There's Fences that just came out, that was really good as a movie. Oh yeah, you're right. But it's like a play, like musicals. I feel like don't usually suffer kind of a similar fate being translated to film. Right. Plays, I feel like you can, because it's basically just like yeah, this is no, a musical. Yeah. Well, I guess is, yeah. Because they missed. Would you see a Hamilton film? I've seen a Hamilton play. I I probably would see a Hamilton film. I've never seen the musical. I, I probably think that, won't. I'm not like swept up in the Hamilton. There's a lot of stuff that's wrong with Hamilton. I want to hear about it. What's wrong I love, with Hamilton? Yeah, because I love Hamilton. I mean, it's just kind of like there's a lot of um, discourse flying around way back when that was getting a lot of like coverage about how it's kind of messed up to turn all these like historical figures who were white and like slave owners and stuff into people of color on stage and it's kind of very performative and Mm -hmm. kind of weird i mean i'm not one to speak on this because i'm white but that's just like what i read and so i mean maybe it's kind of messed up like 
for accuracy, but as far as, like... Not even for accuracy, it's just kind of, like, as a person of color, like, playing someone who was, like, and trying to, like, make it trendy. But the but, like, music is also, like, very hip-hop-based. Yeah, that's, like, so, like, part of the problem. You're co-opting, like, a, a genre, so I think you have to play to it a little bit. Like, you well, can't... Yeah. Well, he's a person of color, too. But also, be... he's Latino. But it'd be worse, though, if it was just, like, white people playing well, with these yeah. people and then co-opting, you know, hip-hop yeah, as, but I like, guess like story medium. People were attack- attacking or, like, questioning just the whole concept itself. But it, it is, it, okay. I'm it sure raises, it's, like, it lovely on stage. Yeah. I'm like, sure it's, like, lovely know, on stage. Like, yeah. I'm sure it's, like, great costumes and wonderful mm-hmm. choreography. I'm not, like, questioning that aspect. It's just, like, I don't have any, like, stake in it. Now, talk to me about Call Me By Your Name. We'll talk about that for hours but like <laughs> I, I still haven't seen it i will never see that because i am not one for a piece of media that glorifies pedophilia i think you've talked you've talked to me about that a little bit how that's like a, a very common theme in, in oh, that yeah. world and oh and yeah. so like when you romanticize it it's kind of like oh yeah up. especially <laughs> since, especially since the author of the book who's a straight man comes out in an interview as saying that he's sometimes attracted to 12 year old girls okay and doesn't think it's a bad thing yeah so i'm kind of sitting here like Ooh, that's so wild. And don't write a gay story. Please. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't. Ugh, I don't. I can't even because. Yeah, literally, I don't want to pull out the quote. I reblogged something that mm-hmm. had his quote from that interview. Ooh, woof! It's a mess. Like, so when you have like a piece of gay media, quote unquote gay media, that's like the source material is written by a straight man. It's directed by a straight man, and two, the stars are straight playing yeah. gay people. It's kind of like I don't want to see that. And then you're layering on top of it like pedophilia and like it is kind of i think the the problem with that is just like it's unnecessary because you're taking opportunities away from people that can represent those things way more accurately at least none of them got murdered in the end i don't think they got murdered there's there's a sequel is is there a sequel coming out (laughs) say my name again Say my name, say my name. Yeah, I don't want to get sued by Destiny's Child. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just like, um, it's a lot, especially since... Um, it is weird. I It's get, very weird. I get the whole, you want to represent things accurately. Yeah. But the representation itself is also important. Yeah. So, like... Because you're right, it is the romanticization, romanticization, whatever, yeah. of that. Because it would have been different if they painted it in, like, a don't be this person kind of life, but the <laughs> fact that they painted it in like, oh, isn't this so romantic that like he aw- awoke this like boy sexuality. I'm like, he's 25 and he's 17. Yeah. Like, do you think it was like the demographic that it appealed to the most was the gay community? Cause I feel oh, like yeah. you think so white gays. You, yeah. you think that they would like identify as like romanticizing with it as well? Um, I think that a lot of times in the gay community, we tend to, romanticize our own trauma as a form of coping so to see that on the screen it's almost like toxic validation of something we went through so it's like if you were part of that scenario instead of looking at it through the lens of like that was not great what happened to me maybe i should unpack this and like work towards resolving this it's like oh isn't that so hot that makes me feel better it might be a step backwards whereas like actually addressing like an issue in like a healthy way yeah because if they painted it in a way that was like um problematic this is yeah. not good but we understand that this happens and like 
we're not saying it's okay, but we understand that it's something that we can fight to end or like yeah. whatever, however you want to frame it, then sure. people could watch and be like, oh, when I was 16 and I had sex with a 40-year-old man under a bridge in his Volkswagen, that's not what happened to me. I'm just <laughs> painting a picture. But you can... I can it, attest to that. And also because it speaks to a lot of people oh, yeah. in that community. Yeah. It's, it's troublesome when you romanticize it and like put it yeah. in a... In a not in, troubling kind of way. In this way. Yeah. And, you know, I tried to hear people... And when you normalize it, you yeah. know, it's... And people were telling me, they were like, well, it's not always, like, great for them. And I'm like, yeah, but at the end of the day, his, like... I guess his parents find out. I guess I'm paraphrasing a plot of a movie I've never seen. But, like, his parents find out and are like, oh, it'll be better. And it's like, uh, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you should be, like, curb stomping that dude. Yeah. For, but, like, whatever. It's none of my business. I mean, it is my business. But, um, you know, the Hamilton thing... I can't really speak on it because I'm not a person of color. Yeah. But we can do Call Me By Your Name, all the time. We can do all of that. Because then there's, like, Moonlight, which came out in the same year, which is, like, a lovely and very complex representation of, like, the, like, gay... Gay black community. Gay yeah. and black community and, like, the struggles that they face, and, slash we face. And, and like, men in specific. Yeah, in specific, specific yeah. moments. And, no, and people are painted as complex and not just, like, it's not this romantic... Thing. And a lot of things with Moonlight, the poignant parts of that are like a lot. A lot of them are silent. Like there's not a lot yeah. of words to these oh, yeah. transformative moments. So yeah. I think it lets the viewer f- fill those voids yeah. with a lot of. Oh yeah, I should probably see "Call Me by Your Name," right? Yeah, I should probably see that at one point, but I don't know if I'm like ready because <laughs> I I just because I've had my experiences in that genre and like specific situations specific situations <laughs> yeah and i don't know if i'm ready to like watch a movie that's not necessarily glorifying <clears throat> and being like this is great but not also saying this yeah. should maybe not happen anymore well i think if you saw it you could also pick it apart better. oh yeah i and should probably do that you should do it and i mean have a whole episode dedicated to being like here's what's wrong for here's what get, for here's years. what gets this wrong about yeah oh yeah about I'm sure people. And... I'm sure people have done that. Anyway, we should probably head out soon. Oh my gosh, we've already been recording. We're seeing cats, minutes. guys. Yeah, we're seeing cats. <laughs> um, we're gonna come back later and discuss um, our reactions and how we feel about this movie. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think it's gonna be fun. And at the end of the day, it's gonna be colorful. So I'll probably like it a That's little true. bit. So we will be back. Have fun listening to the one minute commercial. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. I don't know how um, uh, to feel. <laughs> well, we can clear the air about like it being the worst movie. Yeah. Because I actually liked it. Yeah, I didn't hate it. But I could... Like, my biggest thing... and Yeah, probably my biggest thing with it was I don't think being a movie was the way that it should have been. I don't think, yeah, like I think it should have stayed a, a musical. Yeah. All, play. Well, all of the things that were good about the movie would have been amazing to see as a, as a play. As a stage play. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. why I was like, 
I don't know. First of all, okay, my two <laughs> my two biggest changes that I would make to this are as follows. One, we've all seen Get the trailer right at this point. It's like humanoid human faces, cat bodies, but with human hands and yeah. feet and like body shape. It's like the weirdest thing. It's like just furries. Like they're just furries <laughs> jumping around. And we'll get to that in a bit. But I think my two biggest things were, one, either make it clearly that they're just in costumes. Like, have it be, like, live action with costumes. Yeah. And a little bit of CGI, but, like, not CGI bodies with faces on, but just, like, Jennifer Hudson in a fur coat with, like, makeup. Like, the state, like, the musical is. Yeah. Or have it just be cats. Like yeah, just make actual them cats. like banks from the make it freaking warrior cats. <laughs> Hocus pocus. <laughs> yeah, make it cats. Like I don't understand. <laughs> like I just like I was watching this and in the opening it number, been really cool. You yeah, right. At least or trying to do something. So like in the beginning, the opening number, they're all slinking around in like the alleyway and all that shit and like the garbage. Have them start off as like actual anatomical cats, but then. As they're kind of introducing the play, have them transform into these like human yeah. shapes, so that we like we know they're cats. Double like that would be would yeah. have been a cool touch, I think. I think it would have been cool, and it also, I mean, yeah. okay, we're starting as cats, but then they're like moving into human. We're like, okay, like yeah. we have a frame of reference here, because then that leads into my other problem with like the cgi part is that and we talked about this on the car ride home a little bit was the proportions yeah were really off so like at one moment they'd be walking through a doorway like they were human size and then the next minute they're like sitting on a stool like a bar stool like Like half human size size, not even cat i felt like they were cat half and then they'd be like a cat like running into like a Garbage can. Also, the garbage cans bothered me. Did you clock that? No. How tiny they were. Like, like in when they were in the alleyway, and it was James Corden's character, and he was singing. You thought about they were me. tiny. I thought they were too big. I thought they were too small. Like Maybe they looked James... like they fit one cat in them at a time. Some of them, and I oh, was like, "Why is the thing that he fell in? Was that also a?" a I think that can? was not a garbage okay, can. But at one point, he leapt into a garbage can, and then they flipped it over, and it just looked like only he could fit in it. Mm. And I was like, "He was a fat cat, though." Yeah, but like, <laughs> but like, I was realistically trying to the whole time. I'm trying to picture like humans walking around while they were doing all this, and I'd be like, "Wait, that garbage can would be the up to my like." That is really true. True though, like humans, a normal human could not walk onto that set and make any of those proportions look natural. No, it yeah, was really it weird, was and really I guess weird. like. We have to suspend our disbelief. It was like a two-thirds proportion. <laughs> yeah. I was like not yeah. fully committed to it either of these. Weird. But then in the beginning, yeah. like the main character, quote unquote, Victoria, she gets Vicky. abandoned, Vicky. She gets ba- <laughs> abandoned by her owner, seemingly. And the owner yeah. has her in a bag. First of all, that's a lot. This is in London, by the way. This London. only happens in London. Yeah. We took us about <laughs> 10 minutes to figure that out. Yeah. And like the owner throws her in this like pillowcase or bag into the alley and at that point i'm like okay we got a clear proportion she fits in a pillowcase but then in other moments she'd be like laying on a pillow (laughs) like a human pillow yeah but like even that i don't know that scene everything else seemed big too yeah like like the car seemed huge yeah everything was big and then like jason derulo's number they're in like the milk truck and i'm like he clearly fits in the front seat of the (laughs) yeah clearly drive this thing (laughs) <laughs> but the like bottles the half, half but the, the bottles size. of milk were like his size right. with the truck he could fit in. It was like 
it was no really sense. weird. Like, but at the same time, it's really hard to do. Like, oh yeah, I mean, you. They, I don't know if their goal was to pull it off perfectly. Anyway, just I the mean, fact that they made it kind of seamless, you know, was pretty yeah, impressive. I mean. They did a good job of keeping it, like, consistently mysterious as yeah. to what size everyone was. Or, like, yeah. I like some, at some points, I like them playing with proportions because I'm like, oh, they're, like, human actors. Which is why I'm saying, like, it shouldn't have been CGI. It should have just been humans in a cat yeah. costume leaping around. Well, I thought it, like, took away the cool aspects of it being a play and it took yeah. away the acting part of everything like yeah. it combined these things and half-assed both of them yeah it was you like, know it's just like not i i wish it would have been i actually i'm leaning more towards i wish it was like anatomically correct cats dancing around <laughs> because then like with cat faces not human faces like paws so like i feel like that would have been it would have been a logical choice and it would have been harder to do it would have been more impressive if they pulled that off more impressive and a less creepy yeah because then the mice had human faces and the cockroaches had human faces yeah that cockroach scene was really weird and rebel wilson's like eating these cockroaches which are like humanoid the whole time i'm thinking how did they pull this off on stage like that's why i think i would have much rather preferred seeing it on stage because that's probably why it stuck around so long yeah because you were saying like it is known for like it's outlandish yeah like revolution like, like yeah. way that it showed things on stage and it, i don't know i thought yeah cgi kind of took away from that cool kind of cool part of it i think it did like it, it kind <clears> of <throat> also just like again with the proportions like the mice seemed really small the cockroaches, the cockroaches were big <laughs> and the cockroaches were big and then also not that big because like when you think of a cat's pot like a cockroach is like what the two inches long but they were like the same size as the mice is what i guess what i'm saying yeah Yeah, like and they didn't but they also were smaller than the cat's like paws quote unquote so i'm just like how tiny are these because mice are kind of like three inches long maybe yeah like and also just watching rebel wilson like zip off her skin (laughs) to reveal a dancing costume but also like her skin again underneath the (laughs) dancing costume i would have almost been funny if it was like bare skin with the dancing costume (laughs) all those cats are so horny they were really horny but they they only like foreplay though like they just did they like the tension they didn't do anything (laughs) did you you notice when um victoria cat was dancing with jason derulo cat and he took her foot and for half a yeah, second dude, I was like, is he going to put her foot in his mouth? Like, I was just like, oh. And I almost wish they went there. Like, just like him, like, deep throating yeah, her foot okay. to, like, the ankle. I would have actually really appreciated that. Because I was just like, I need some sort of, like, release, whether it's, like, really gross. Because the whole number... Okay, so Jason Derulo's cat's name was um, Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah. And... He's supposed to be, like, the sexy cat that, like, all the cat girls want. But and his whole thing is, like, not committing to anything. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I don't commit to anything. He's like, he's like, and so he's, like, kind of flirting with Victoria Cat. And, <laughs> like, he's kind of, like, dicking her around, like, kind of pulling her chain a little bit. And she's, like, really captivated. And she's doing this, like, dance. Like, all the cats are around her and she's in the center and she's, like dancing she's kicking she's a really good dancer mm-hmm. whoever played her actually. i think it she probably was a, a dancer, dancer yeah. i'm about to look up who played her but like <laughs> at one point she pauses and it's actually kind of a really 
cool. Like she pauses and she kind of kicks her leg up. So she's on one leg and, um, oh no, but, um, are we going to be embarrassed? No, no, no. Another embarrassing fact, but we will get to it in a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'll ask the question. I'm going to have you guess. Um, but, um, (laughs) and then he, um, grabs her ankle and is pulling her foot really close to his mouth to the point where I'm at the edge of my seat. Like, is he going to, is he going to suck her toe? The other part, and there was like no continuity though, because that was the only sexual tension between Victoria and that cat. And Jason Derulo's character, yeah, it was over. And then it was over. There was nothing because then she, it was almost like they're trying to set up this weird like. So yeah, it's almost like they were trying to set up like a, almost a three way like a love triangle between Victoria or Square Love Square, like (laughs) Victoria and then like Jason Derulo's character, um, the Mister Mistopheles character, Mm -hmm. and then that other guy, yeah. And, like, that other guy. <laughs> the thing is, you don't know anyone's name like, yeah. in this whole thing. Like, this cast list, there's, like, 30 people on this, and I can maybe name confidently four of them. And they'd be yeah. Judy Dench, Jennifer Hudson's character, Idris Elba's character, Taylor Swift's character, Rebel Wilson, and James Corden. Those are the only ones I really picked out. And Ian McKellen. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, it's so crazy. So, like... They're trying to set up this, like, there's, like, 18 plot lines running. So, like, Victoria shows up and she's kind of being shown the rope. So, that's, like, one plot line. Her love square yeah. plot line. They're choosing a cat to send to heaven, which, which is the is main wild. plot, I would say. And then there's, like, the conflict plot line with, like, Idris Elba plays Macavity, which is, like, the evil cat. Yeah. And he's kidnapping all the other cats so that they can't do their little song and dance to prove why they should go to heaven. Yeah. This is because, legitimate. <laughs> because he didn't want any competition, but then he also didn't perform anything. Taylor Swift did the whole His performance. Number. Okay, <laughs> let's set up the main the main plot. Okay, so the main plot of this whole shebang is um, every year, this gang of cats called the, the Jellicles come together and their leader, Old Deuteronomy, which is played by Judy Dench, chooses one of their cats to be like sent up to heaven to be reborn and maybe as they, something else like maybe it's an, like another cat life or maybe it's or something they, else or, i'm interpreting it as they can choose to be like whatever they want like she whatever they want the most right back as like a human if they yeah. want it or like a dog i don't know so like they yeah. compete every year so i guess they choose or they can throw their hat in the ring to do like a little song and dance to their leader to be like i should be you yeah. know chosen to go so, um, the ones who are up for consideration are Rebel Wilson's character, Ian McKellen's character, James, James Corden. Corden's character, um, the... Idris Elba's. Idris Elba, but I'm Was assuming he he's kind of, like, forcing himself yeah. on there, because he's the bad guy. And then, um, the, the, um... The train cat guy. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. I but he did tell. a good job. They had to throw tap dancing in there, so they brought yeah. in a railroad cat. Yeah. I'm guessing Jason Derulo wasn't really going for it. I don't think he was. I don't think he was either. No. So those guys are going for it. And then Idris Elba, who's like the bad cat who's like kicked out of the gang, I'm assuming, for practicing black magic. I don't know. Or just That's being a bad guy. Was, I think he's yeah. just being a bad guy. He is also trying to do it. And so his plot is he's going to kidnap all the other ones. 
who are trying to go for it. So he's the only one left. So then Old Deuteronomy has to choose him. And then things happen. And things are happening. Don't like, want to ruin it. I mean, I mean, it doesn't does it matter? I don't think it really matters. Okay, this has been around for a while. Crazy thing, Idris Elba doesn't. He doesn't get chosen. Get so he kidnaps all of them. Yeah. But he doesn't get chosen, so he tries to kidnap Old Deuteronomy. And then Mistopheles he, coming in. the the magic cat, Mister Mistopheles. <laughs> I sound like I'm on coke, yeah. like explaining this. Like I'm so obsessed <laughs> with this now. But like he comes in and he's like a magic cat. And he's not really good at magic, but he tries to prove himself by bringing Old Deuteronomy back. So he does. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. The other cats overwhelm. That, that was my favorite part of the movie. I that took forever though. It did, but I mean, I, don't know. I mean, it was. You're pulling for him. I, I think my, my <laughs> yeah, you are pulling for it. But I think my least favorite part of that whole number is that we don't get to see old Deuteronomy like come back, come back which yeah. I wish we would have, because that would have given him more validation. Yeah. Cause I feel like she just pops up and I'm like, okay, so that like no more climax. Like that was just it. <laughs> Not, I feel like that was supposed to be like a moment. Yeah. And it's they, like a, they did build it up. It's like a sweet moment. Yeah. But I wish it would have been more of like a victorious, like, oh my god, look, she's showing back up. Because anytime a cat disappears or gets conjured or whatever, they kind of come in like this gold dust thing. Yeah. And I wish I would have had like this big like Disney moment where all the gold dust shows up and she just comes back. <laughs> like something. I don't know. But then they use the gold dust as like catnip later. I or think that's that a different, different thing, thing, a similar thing. Change the colors, guys. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so like Idris Elba... Basically, his henchman, Taylor Swift, like, <laughs> does this huge number to, like, introduce him. And then he shows yeah. up. And then he gets denied because he's like, you have to send me to heaven. And Judy Dench is like, I'll never do that. And then he kidnaps her and then they rescue her. Mm-hmm. And then the whole fucking time, Jennifer Hudson's character, Grizabella, who's this, like, down-on-her-luck, yeah. like, ostracized cat because she used to be, who I'm assuming is Taylor Swift's character... He used to be yeah um, pro- yeah no yeah you're his right. like main like he used McCavity. to be Idris Elba's like main squeeze, and then she got kicked out and she tried to come back and they they're ostracizing her yeah so she has the prettiest songs I think like I really liked her character mm-hmm. surprise surprise like she gets chosen to be sent up to heaven so then she's in this chandelier <laughs> that turns into a hot air balloon that like floats her off to heaven and the whole time. And I feel so bad for her because then they immediately cut from that. They go into like a pointless number that the, the had nothing to do with what was going on. Yeah. So they know? send Jennifer Hudson up in the balloon and then they cut to this weird house. So they're all watching her float away from like this fountain. I'm assuming it's an actual fountain in London. I just don't know what it is. With the lion's head. With the lion's sure, yeah. yeah. If anyone knows what that is, let me know. But um, <laughs> My friend's in London. Yeah, if I have any listeners in London, like, please <laughs> message me on Instagram. But um, so they send her off, and then it immediately cuts to this weird number where Judy Dench's character is, like, telling you how to address, address a cat, which I thought was cute, but should have been in the beginning. That mm-hmm. shouldn't have been at the end. Because then they immediately cut back to Jennifer Hudson floating off in the sky. Yeah. And then, boom, the then plot's done. It almost feels like every conflict they introduced had... The easiest resolution and no, nothing yeah. else. Like, McCavity, done. But they had so many stories going on, and they didn't develop any of them they fully. To, they needed that to it was drop, just, like, yeah. everything but the main one of yeah. them choosing a cat. Because, I mean, I didn't, I mean, there was two songs with Jennifer Hudson before the final song that she did. Yeah. And you didn't really And it was like a reprise, too. It was yeah. like kind of a repeat, which is fine. Like, it's her theme. 
and it was really pretty like i that was the it moment was really for great. me where she gets chosen where i was like oh yay like i really like this and she sounds great but like <laughs> they it's like every other plot line had nothing had nothing right. going on with it well like, at the end they didn't matter like there was nothing there was no like consult or yeah reconciliation of any of those plot lines it was just yeah. <laughs> and also like okay so the cats who are trying to get chosen do their little intro number are they still on the barge no, they got off, remember? Okay. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. like, yeah, they get kidnapped to this barge. Like, I don't even know what I get that. So, like, my main issue with this is that James Corden's character and then Rebel Wilson's character do their little intro numbers. Not in front of old Deuteronomy. They do it comp- yeah. completely separate where, like, Gus and the train guy and Grizabella like, did it in front yeah. of her. Wouldn't... Why wouldn't... They should have just had it all be done in front of her. Like, introduce old Deuteronomy, like sooner but it all be done and it almost would have made more sense too because we didn't need to know about rebel wilson or james Gordon's characters because they didn't play a huge role yeah they could have just done their little numbers in front of old deuteronomy then be kidnapped and then the next one comes up kidnapped next one comes up kidnapped kidnapped and then idris elba shows up and it's like i'm doing my number and then she's like i'm not gonna choose you then he kidnaps old deuteronomy they rescue her grizabelle does her number boom she gets chosen I mean, I guess, it, I guess it, like, makes sense because they wanted to show that McCavity is, like, a bad dude. Yeah. So they, they needed time to do that. But, yeah, but they get know. kidnapped. They should have just done it all in, like, the same at the place. Same, at yeah, the made same that audition time. time, like, a longer stretch of time. Yeah. And maybe, not have the honestly, dumpster the number. <laughs> yeah, not have the dumpster number. Have, like, the cockroach number. Yeah. Like, I don't... And it seems like, besides, like... Jennifer Hudson and Ian McKellen's character, none of them had, like, a reason to want to be chosen. Like, they just wanted to be chosen, which I guess is the point. Yeah. Because they wouldn't have been. And Grizabella's, like, down on her luck and she deserves it. And same with Gus. I think he got the short end of the stick. I feel like he... I feel like Jennifer Hudson could have been... Yeah, and you don't know how many times that Gus is, like, auditioned for that. It's implied that he's auditioned, like, every year. Yeah. Because of the way, like, um... Which is kind of shitty. Like, what is going on? Like, how do who gets chosen? Who gets exactly? <laughs> is there an age limit? Because it seems yeah. like half of them are really young. Jennifer Hudson seems like middle age. Gus is like seems older than Judy Dench's character, but yeah. isn't. And then Judy Dench is just like sitting there, like enjoying it all. Yeah. I feel like do they? I I'm I'm assuming that they get to choose what they turn into in the next. That's the only way I can like. Yeah, I know, but... Make it through. <laughs> I... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I like it. I There's something weirdly charming about... I liked it too. Just watching these, like, creepy cats dance. I thought it would have been really cool. Again, I just, like, think that seeing it in a theater... Because it was a movie, you only got to see what they showed you. Yeah. So... They could have cut, like... To see all those numbers in, like, a full, you know, like... Yeah. I don't know. ...thing would have been kind of cool. Because leaving the theater, we both were, like... We didn't hate it. Yeah. But I can't like it because I don't, like, there's stuff. It is also about nothing. Like, it, it really isn't about much. But the thing is, is they have, like, a crystal clear plot. It's just buried yeah. underneath so much shit that I'm just, like, they literally just threw shit at a wall. But it is so, it is stuck. so, like, diluted. Like, it's not directly related to anything, like, on a human level. Like, it is kind of a yeah. made-up plot. Yeah. To where, like, you don't really care about if this cat gets chosen. 
because yeah. you don't know what that means. And there's no yeah. There's no allegory. They need for to it. have like a explanation yeah. of like the process. They need to be like, <laughs> okay, so we choose need, it. Yeah. They float up into heaven and then they get to choose a new life. So we like to choose a cat that has lived a long life or like deserves to be reborn into yeah. something a little less. It seems like they have like a rigid, maybe having like a caste system, like a clear cut, like these are the cats that do this. Are these there are the other, cats that do that. Yeah. Like are there other gangs of cats Who that don't do, do this? or do different things that, you know, then it would be like maybe eight, Gus would have gotten it. That would have been an eight hour movie. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I can't, that would have been a mini series. Cause the thing is, is like, yeah. I was watching Watership Down, like, the miniseries on Netflix and like those rabbits have like a cast system that they like, these are the ones that do this. These are the ones that like, they need to have a whole number where like these cats are the ones that go hunting. These cats are the ones that yeah. like clean out. Like they tried. And then these are our outcast cats. that And like, these are the old ass cats that are up for elimination. And, like, <laughs> and then be like, we like to choose or like have Judy Dench's character be like, what is your criteria, Judy Dench for choosing a cat? Right. Let us know. And also, though, they had a wide variety of cats in the group, so you didn't really know what a jellical cat was because some of them had collars, some of them were like domesticated. I think cats. it was, yeah, some I of them think were other cats. Yeah. I think it was like just their gang, and I think it's implied that like, yeah, some of the cats like live in a house, like Rebel Wilson. Yeah, but they also roam, like they kind of they, they have paint, a life. They paint in the cats. Dark. Yeah, they paint cats as being like just omnipotent like do whatever they want which i kind of like that idea that when the adults are adults when the humans are away like they're just it's like toy story but then also like (laughs) yeah like rebel wilson's house was like filled with like 80 cats wouldn't have wouldn't the owner be like what the fuck is going on downstairs (laughs) they need to have like a like a family guy needs to make a joke or like snl needs to be like the humans of cats where they're like Laying in bed with their pillows over their ears, and like jellicle cat, <laughs> and they're just like Wait, oh the my scene God. where they're just like knocking shit off the table. I like, know, yeah. or like um, and it's not even like the humans that came. It was the dog it that was they the were scared dog. of. Which I mean, yeah, but like, but also what kind of human? I think what annoys me the most is that like they're singing, but to a human, it would just be like <laughs> like just like eighty cats yeah. like screaming. And, like, it's so bizarre. That would be hilarious, hilarious to see. Like, that. it really would be really <laughs> stupid. And, like, I almost wish there was, like, it, like humans in the background. Like, not doing anything, but just, like, walking, like, in the far back. Like, walking across the street. Yeah, you don't, yeah. Or a car moving. It's, like, dead. There's no, and this is London, folks. Like, right. <laughs> there are people walking around. Yeah, there wasn't, there was one human and it was in the one, beginning. like, woman through Victoria. Victoria the cat. Also, they had a number about three different names that a cat should have. And then and they, they did, did talk, two. They but did they didn't, two. But they did like I they didn't explain what the second one was and then they didn't I think they like, did. I, we just didn't understand. <laughs> well, like, okay, so it's Victoria. So they have like a They didn't talk about like what she would refer to herself as. I think and, that's the problem. Yeah. She didn't name okay, so like in this world or in the cat world they have three names so they have the name that like humans call them so it's like victoria or like joe or bob or whatever and then they have like a name that's almost like this like fantastical whimsical name that they call themselves then they have a third name that they don't tell anyone else yeah so i get why they wouldn't say that but like she didn't name herself but i think the the point of the movie was like pretty early so you i thought it was like super important 
Yeah, at least like they lay that out right in the beginning, which I just I guess I just chalk it up to that whole number, which is exposition with needless exposition, like (laughs) just caught or like I don't know because that goes off of the poem from T.S. Eliot that this is all based off of, which is called the Naming of Cats. Mm -hmm. So that poem probably explains it wonderfully. Yeah, but like they did not translate it well. Yeah, because and I said this to Corey in the car ride home, like. It's almost in these big group numbers, I lose stuff because there's so many people singing yeah. and the music is going and I don't understand the words. And so I was just kind of like... And things have to happen fast like in yeah, the, because it's, it's such like, a concise yeah. you know, frame of reference for the storytelling. So Ugh, Yeah. I don't know. And then they probably, like I thought probably happened, is they probably cut some stuff out that may, probably had may to. have helped. Maybe know? she had a whole number where she named herself. And they just cut it out. Yeah. Because, like, I would have liked to have known her, like, second name. That's, like, her whimsical cat name. Because there's, like, Rum Tum Tugger and, like, Grizabella and, mm-hmm. like, Old Deuteronomy, which in real life to humans are probably named, like, Kate and, like, <laughs> Tommy. Yeah. yeah. But, like, <laughs> but, like, Victoria didn't get a second name, like, a whimsical yeah. cat name. Maybe she did at the end. I swear I thought I heard Judy Dench say something to her. Also, I didn't like I do how, remember that, and I didn't... I don't I didn't know what it was. It. Yeah. it was, like, right at the end. She was like, you're a jellical now, and then she said something, and then, and then it was it. Yes. I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. I didn't hear it. And then... um, you can't rewind in theaters. I know, which sucks. <laughs> I'm going to have to buy this on DVD, <laughs> or, like, wait till it's on Hulu. Disney Plus. You got to be Disney a member. Plus. It's not Disney, I don't think. Yeah. But, um... And then, I think... I just had something. I just forgot what it was. Um, yeah. Yeah, this was... There's a lot to talk about. There is a lot to talk about. It's odd. It was just bizarre. But like I can't couldn't look away. Like I was almost sitting there like, oh, I remember. Yeah. So you know how cats like they rub up against each other. Mm-hmm. Like that's like in a science fiction. They did that in this movie. But to watch humans in cat suits. Do it. Yeah. Barely rub. Like there's the one where. So like Grizabella, which is Jennifer Hudson's character, gets chosen to be sent off to heaven. And she says thank you to Judy Dench, and then they do that cat thing, but they don't touch faces. And then Grizabella and Victoria Cat do that, but they do touch faces. I was yeah. like, maybe that's because like Judy Dench's character is like the queen, and you don't really like. It's kind of like when people like do that cheek kiss, but they don't really like touch each other. Yeah. And then I just I'm going back to Jason Derulo almost sucking Victoria <laughs> Cat's feet. Like it's just like bizarre. It, you thought. Maybe got, the director it, of foot fetish. Yeah, they toned it down after that. They uh, like that was pretty. That was uh, that was, was definitely odd. a sexual cliff yeah. that we leapt off of. And then they had those two cats that ended up being bad cats. The twins. The twins and yeah. So like, there's this brief little number where Victoria Cat is dancing with these two twins that are like, we're we're scoundrels and we like to break and steal things, but like they don't catch us because like they just blame it on the cats yeah. and blah blah blah. And then they end up being in cahoots with. Idris Elba's character for like there which wasn't really sense. an explanation though I think because they're just because well there kind they of just was everybody bad into like a, a game yeah I think there was like I don't think they really knew what they were doing because like they get confronted and they were like it was just all for fun and I'm like was it though but mm-hmm. like I believe you because you guys seem kind of dumb and yeah they seem to live life pretty loosely yeah fast <laughs> and loose like they just kind of like let it happen but I don't know <laughs> it's bizarre guys it's really weird it's like, really weird first 
uh, live action or whatever type of movie that, that I've seen, I didn't think it was bad. Like, yeah. I have no idea what to compare it to. You've never seen, like, any I haven't of the seen ones? The Jungle Book or, like, Lion King. or. Okay, well, Jungle Book is actually legitimately great. Okay. Lion King, it's just literally a shot-for-shot. Shot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a shot-for-shot shot remake of, yeah. of The Lion King. Um, I saw Maleficent. I think I pirated it. <laughs> but, um, but I is saw Maleficent, that. is that, that's like, animals? It's like Sleeping stuff? Beauty. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, there's yeah. human characters. and Yeah, so, like... What Every character mainly is, is human. For these live-action remakes of stuff, it's not really live-action because they're CGI. I guess, for Cat's sake, they probably did have dancers that were, like, animate... Like, put CGI upon. But, like, with Lion King, yeah. it was it's just CGI. I don't call that's that live-action. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I almost, like, someone said something online about Cats and Lion King and how they almost should have switched it to where the Lion King remake were people in costumes and then the cats were actual cats dancing instead of the other way around where it was, like, photorealistic lions and then, like, creepy cat people. It should have been switched around. Mm -hmm. But, like... That would have been weird for Lion King, though. But, like, make it more like the Broadway, like, with costumes... But that not is CGI, true. just yeah. costumes. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Mm. This was weird. Like, I... It's really important. The weirdest $10 I've ever spent. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely... I, I I hate to say it, I would recommend going to see this before they pull it. Because guess how much money it made? How much? Well... Oh, are you asking me? Yeah, guess oh, how much Oh, this is the embarrassing thing. Yeah, that I saw on the Wikipedia. How much money it okay, made? Okay, so the budget was $100 million. Okay, the how much money that it made, it made in box office was probably like what i would say is like 200 Mm-mm. it made 38 million its okay. first week so it did not make it it's well, a bomb i guess the first couple weeks are what you're gonna tell or what you're gonna base says, like the the total on so it says on the wikipedia yeah it costs so much to make those movies though, exactly and it's like well, that's kind of another reason why i was like so, they had to hire all these like t- really like pricey people to do this. Oh too. my gosh, I know. So it's like it had grossed thirty eight million on a production budget as a high as one hundred million, making it a box office bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually shocked it didn't make Less. more no more money wow. just from like people going to see it. Yeah, because it's it's kind of one of those movies that I think is going to have like a cult following because <laughs> it's so negatively regarded that I think people just are going to go see it. And then yeah. like in 20 years, I don't think it'll ever be like critically acclaimed in the future, but like, I think there's going to, it's going to have its like group of people that are going to be like, this movie is like dumb, but we love it. It's kind of like, um, Donnie Darko. <laughs> Donnie Darko is a good movie. Though. Good. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like a good and interesting movie. That was a little people get frustrated too. with it though. I, I it is over the top. It's over the top. I got Donnie Darko at the end. I kind of I pieced it together at least a little. bit. But the bit. first you can't get it the first time. Like I, I left being like, okay, clearly it's like a parallel universe. Yeah, for whatever reason. Well, like you know, like those science things that they threw in there. Yeah. I like just like was not paying attention. I pieced. To that stuff I there. I was like, okay, they're showing this book. I almost want that. It book had to be real. Yeah, that's true. We should. I look at that again. It probably like, is real. No, I googled it because they they have like a fan site that describes the whole movie, and I was like, okay, perfect. I can piece together what I know. But like, yeah. anyway, this is about cats. Anyways. Like, 
I would say go see this movie. <laughs> go see this movie just to say you saw it and like. Yeah, it's interesting. It's not disappointing mostly in any way. I think it leaves you frustrated. It's, it's cringy. At least, like, yeah. I definitely was sitting there the whole time. There were some moments where I was like, ooh, that's like. Mm. There's a lot of awkward silent moments where I was like, man, can we like. Let's speed this shit up. Like, yeah. let's get. This, yeah, the, and those moments weren't like super important or revelatory or anything yeah, so it was yeah. just like what's going on and i'm tired of people being in musicals who can't sing taylor swift yeah we were talking about it like she legitimately had no reason to anybody else could have played that role yeah she's just in it because she likes they cast. wasted what 10 million casting her probably, probably five, like, five, five million. million yeah she probably made like five million like even the lead actress sang a little bit better than her not that well but like I get in, like, musical theater that a lot of the times for songs that aren't, like, ballads or super important, you can kind of, like, not sing the best because it's just kind of, like, moving the plot along. Yeah. But, like, Taylor... But that's why you throw someone that doesn't get paid that yeah. much or, like, a big name. Yeah. And you know that, like, it wasn't good when Taylor's best part of her songs was when she was, like, speak singing, not <laughs> really singing. Because she had, like, three or four moments where she actually yeah. had to sing. And I was, like, every time sank a little lower my seat because I was, like, she... Because then they also would, like, cut the instruments. So you just <laughs> heard her voice. And I was like, oh, man, she really... Mm-hmm. She's not... I don't listen to her enough to, to be like she's bad. You know? She's better than I mean, some people. But no, she definitely wasn't Jennifer this, Hudson. <laughs> no, Jennifer Hudson sounded great. She, yeah. they, they, there were some good casting choices. For sure. I wish I have see, would have seen this on the stage and then saw the movie. Because mm-hmm. then I could be like, oh... That makes sense for casting. Like, that preview for Lin Manuel Miranda's mm, movie looks yeah. good. Yeah, that does look good. See, and I there think, weren't a lot of big names in that one. No, there wasn't, which is nice. Yeah. See, the thing, like, I'll never be like a musical theater person because mm-hmm. I just find musicals so laborious and like <laughs> annoying. I'd rather have a play where it's just people acting on stage, like songs. Yeah. I don't get like cause songs are meant to like add to the plot but sometimes i don't get what they're saying well i guess also the musical aspect of of what a music the whole point of a musical and a play to an extent is that these people are doing this three times a day for six days a week yeah and that is why it's impressive to you know what i mean and when you make it into a movie you know you're seeing one take and it's never i don't know yeah you're seeing like the best of yeah of like 18 20 takes Mm -hmm. probably but and like yeah, they they rehearsed and they had like time, but there is something nice about seeing it on the stage, and they, knowing that that's like their job that they're doing that. And if they mess up, they I mean that's they can like, retake. Well, in a play, yeah, they have to go. They have to keep going, but, but like in the other in a movie, they can just exactly. And they still let Taylor Swift sing. Like and they that. still let her do that. <laughs> and they still let her do. It. They gave her a million Which is chances. What I'm saying, but like I don't know, musicals. <laughs> I get it's like a feat of talent. Yeah, but I. For stage or for something more intimate that's, like, five actors on a stage, like, in one set that's not moving. And they're just doing one. Thing. Like, they're playing one character. <laughs> the like doesn't change at all. One. Yeah, like in a room. Literally, Fences is just yeah. one set. It's, like, two, maybe. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. This was weird. That one, that movie and that, the theme, I mean, the, you know, that movie's about something a lot bigger. And, yeah. More, an idea like, rather deep. than, Yeah. I would almost have liked 
cats if they just went full animated if, movie. Yeah. Like 2D animation. We like <laughs> Disney animation for that. Yeah, exactly. It would have been silly because then I would have been like, oh, these are maybe adult people playing something cutesy that yeah. can say dumb words. And well, they would have saved it. a lot of money making it and they wouldn't have needed to. Yeah, because you don't get paid as much for voice work as you do for acting and yeah. singing. And do, I don't know. I feel like they really screwed the pooch in the most wonderful way. Because you can watch this train wreck for $10. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should, cats. Yeah, cats. <laughs> and, but if you can see something, you should go see it. There's not it. much else out that I yeah. would recommend. You know, It's end of the year. Go oh. see it. Go see Little Women and then go see Cats. Yeah, I saw this. I, what is Little Women about? I saw the book movie. Little Women. Yeah, I don't well, really know. Well, yeah, but it's it's been like several movies and TV shows and it's like a classic book. It's like family troubles with women and yeah. they're little. Like <laughs> I don't know. I've never read the book. It's like a really famous book, but I don't know. Yeah, go go see this. There's not much else. Out. I mean, I I'm a very bad proponent, like supporter of this film, but I would recommend it. I would recommend it just so you could say, like, I saw cats and survived. <laughs> like, yeah. Just be like, I fucking saw cats. And it was weird. And Jason Derulo almost sucked someone's toes. Yeah. He got real, guys, he got real close to that mouth. Like, like I'm talking, like, an, I, from the perspective, it seemed like an <laughs> inch from his face. And then he got, like, cut off. And I was like, I almost wanted to be like, no, like, just he do just, it. He was teasing the whole time. Even at the end, he, like, brought that girl up really close. Yeah. And and then dropped her. Yeah, he was. Victoria, he was couldn't, couldn't get any. <laughs> no, he's a tease. I mean, like, I would have almost liked it if there was just absolutely no fucking plot. It was just cats dancing around singing, mm-hmm. and just not not even lifting them off to heaven. Not even a bad cat. It would have been almost as enjoyable. I mean, it probably would have been more enjoyable if they went through all the kinds of cats and yeah. had those introductions like just they did list it off. Them. They didn't just... have to have a second, you know. They could have made like 14 different cats and introduced them all differently. It was a lot. Yeah. Wow. And Taylor Swift could have been a really shitty cat. Just just, or not in it. Like you're just not in it. Well, you have been listening to the recap of Cats. Happy New Year with Corey. (laughs) Happy New Year. Um, We will be picking up more of Cooking with Christian in 2020. I'm sure Corey will be back. We're going to double down on the cooking um, I have a better setup for sound, so hopefully um, mm-hmm. things will get a little bit more professional. I have an electric burner if you want me to bring it into this Oh, area. gosh. <laughs> Not in my bedroom. Okay, so like we're recording in my bedroom because I kind of have a setup now. I have a little table, and I have like um, stuff on the walls to absorb the sound, and I have yeah. a new stand and new mic, and um, it just sounds better than it recording in my living room because it's not as echoey. So um, we'll still try our best to do some chopping and and cutting and all that good stuff in here i mean we'll basically a lot of prep i think we can do a lot of prep i don't i don't foresee it being really much different we'll just be walking up and down stairs but um yeah so please um like and subscribe and leave a review i have two five star reviews on itunes guys so Uh, this is officially a five out of five podcast (laughs) and yeah um please stay tuned for more episodes and please Go watch Cats. Go see it. Go see it, guys. Bye.